0: Are you working? What
1: kind of work do you do? We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. What is it
0: you want to do when you grow up? Do it live! I can write it and we'll do it live! Have a password! The Philadelphia Eagles
1: are super champions! Evening, Commissioner! From the makeshift studios in Mullica Hill, New Jersey, it is talking ish with your commission. And gentlemen, we are through the regular season. Believe it or not, regular season is now under wraps. We know who's getting paintballed. We know who's going on to the playoffs. We know a lot of things. Uh, but what we don't know is who's going to win the league. And that's the most exciting part for me, at least every year. Who's the guy who's going to get their name up in the Raptors and be crowned a champion? So it's... Uh, it's been a tumultuous season. Obviously, I've had a lot going on in my personal life, uh, but I've, I've hung on there. We'll get to how I've done. We'll get to how everybody's done in the league. But first, I wanted to talk about a, a little story because I, uh, you know, last time on the podcast, I talked about my experience buying a love sack couch, and I just wanted to fill you in on how it's how it's going, a little status update on my love lovesacks. If you'll recall from last episode, uh, when we were in the store, I wore, you know, obviously the... The clothes that were not befitting of a, a, a trial run on a sofa, you know, the kind of clothes where you've got holes in your nutsack falls on a couch. And when that couch arrived, um, you know, the the way I understood this, you know, it was pitched to me as, oh, it's a modular couch, and it's very customizable, it's very simple, it's very easy. All of those things are true. But what they don't really kind of tell you, and I don't know that I ever got the option to have someone come and do this for me, but... They don't tell you how much of a bitch the assembly is. Like, holy fucking shit. So on uh, Thursday and Friday, so two days, two days straight, I had boxes just pouring into my fucking house. And when I tell you I had boxes, like, I could have filled my entire garage with the number of boxes that we had because each piece comes in a separate box, and you have to assemble this shit. So it took me literally half a fucking day. I'm not kidding you. I started on a Friday at, like, 9 AM, unpacking boxes, and then by, like, maybe three o'clock, and granted, I was working in between there, so it's not like I was doing this straight through, so, I mean, it took a little longer than I would have if I went straight through, but I fucking spent pretty much the entire fucking day just taking this shit out of the fucking box, and then you have to take each individual cover and put it on each individual piece, and then from there, it's like fucking easy piece, you're, you're making Legos happen, so... You know, it's a fucking long way to go to go and sit down on the couch. By the time I actually got to sit down on the couch, I fucking, like, I wanted to go to bed. So, like, the next day I got to enjoy the couch. But the whole reason we purchased this couch, according to the first lady, is because each piece is washable and dog-friendly and all this other shit. So, what do we do once we have the couch assembled and it looks beautiful in in my living room? Uh we have to cover it with blankets, ugly dog blankets because we obviously don't want the dogs to ruin the dog proof couch, the dog friendly couch that we just spent a shit ton of money on. So, yeah, there's that. But all in all, I'm really enjoying it. I've uh I've I've broken it in, you know what I'm saying? Um yeah, I'll leave that to your imagination what that means. Could mean watching TV, get your fucking mind out of the gutter. And then of course, you know, as soon as we get this fucking couch assembled, my dogs decide, you know, it's time to throw up all over the carpet that we put the couch on. And now we've had to disassemble the couch to move the fucking couch, to move the carpet, to dry the carpet. So, I mean, it's coming in handy. I'm getting my money's worth here of, uh, you know, the lovesack couch and it's modular, easy to move around and fucking customize design. And what my fa- one of my favorite parts of, of building the couch was their goofy CEO. He's like fucking like, he's like basically like Tim Robinson. If Tim Robinson was a, a fucking C- CEO of some company and uh, fucking just making these videos on how to assemble the couch. And he makes it look so fucking easy because he's on camera and he has a whole fucking film crew of 32 people behind him assembling the couch in in, in real life. While he just makes it look like it's a breeze. He's like, oh, it's so simple. You just tuck it over these corners and push down. Meanwhile, I have, like, fucking blisters, like, blood blisters on all of my fingers from pulling these fucking couches tight over all of this furniture. I mean, the initial initial assembly, I'm not going to lie to you, is rough. Like, if I had to do this all over again, I would have been like, yeah, you're going to have someone come to my house and unbox all this shit and fucking, you know, assemble it and all that, right? Like, that's an option, I would imagine because i, I mean I, I don't want to do that fucking again cuz that was miserable meanwhile skittle scatters over here fucking painting other people's houses and assembling desks and shit i don't know how you do it brother like if i if i had to do these types of tasks every day like i'd probably like fucking uh i'd kill somebody cuz i get really angry really fast doing these types of tasks where you got to like you know it's just tedious it's tedious work i just need to get blasted out of my mind to do it which i absolutely did building this couch, but almost a little too much to the point where I was getting a little tired towards the end, you know what I'm saying? Anywho, it's also come to my attention that we have uh, a very special follower of not only our podcast, but the league itself. That's right. Uh, one of our uh, our lady friends, uh, a, a lady fan of the podcast, uh, Stein's, Stein's wifey, Margaret, apparently has the ESPN app on her phone, and she follows along, and kind of talk shit to Stein about his his fucking shitty squad that couldn't repeat this year. And uh, it was pretty cool to hear that, you know? It's nice to see that the ladies are interested in the league. And it would be cool if, like, there was, like, a founding queefers uh, league where, you know, the wives went up against each other. But we wouldn't be able to interfere. That's the only way it would be fair. Like, And, and like, we'd have to figure out a way to keep it that honest because it'd be bullshit if you were helping out your wife. Like, that's no fun. Like, let them be dumb. Like, my wife would be terrible. She'd be the one getting paintballed every year if they had a thing like that. I don't know. What's, like, the girl version of getting paintballed? Maybe you just, like, uh, you stand in front of, like, the group of girls, and they just, like s- s- like, hurl insults at you about your, like, physical being, you know? That seems like it'd be painful, like, emotionally. Not physically. I mean, obviously, you guys could paintball each other, but you could also just do that. And that'd be mean. That uh, seems mean spirited. This is why I don't run a women's fantasy football league. You, you know, like I run it for men because men can do stupid shit. This podcast could go in a, a very interesting direction. I did just take five of these little gummy edibles from uh, Ashley. Shout out to Ashley Ashley Lowe for uh, hooking it up. Um, I honestly don't even know what, what dosage this is. I just took five of them because I, 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 I need a lot these days to feel the effects of a gummy. They're tens. They're tens, so 50 milligrams right here live on the podcast. We'll see where that takes us on top of everything. You know, we're just layering it on. That's what we do here at Tuck Nish with your Commission. Anywho, let's get to the season, the season that was, because uh, we had some matchups that decided the season, a very interesting one down the stretch, and a lot of great storylines here to end the year. I'm really excited about the way things went this year. I think this was one of the most competitive years yet, and while that may not be reflective of, uh in terms of like the number of teams with winning records, I think that just kind of speaks to the competitive nature of the league. Because throughout the year, no one would have felt real super safe. Uh there was times where even I in the beginning felt like I might have been in paintball contention. And, you know, I know another number of people felt that way and, and really down to the end of the, you know, end of the road there, you know, could have gone a lot of different ways. So exciting year. I'm very happy with how that went. And uh yeah. Just a good year of fantasy football. Good year of football so far. It's been a good season, I think. A lot of good storylines now developing in the NFL. Uh, COVID hasn't been as much of a factor this year. I mean, it's had, it's poked its head around. Let's not, let's not be shy about it. But not the same thing as it was last year, which is nice because it's not fucking things up the way it did last year. Well, before we get to the playoff picture, let's recap the last week of the season. It's really our first recap of the year. Sorry we haven't been able to get these out more regularly, but yeah, that's just the way shit goes, huh? So uh, let's get to the fucking matchups for our last week of the Founding Farter Fantasy Football League season of 2021. Oh, yeah. All right. In our first matchup, we had Steino taking on Maron. No Zach for you. Uh, Steino was just trying to really evade that last, uh, you know, loss so he wouldn't have to be anywhere near Jake and create any kind of possibility of a scenario and he got it done, taking down Marron in this last week of the season, 154.6 to 133.95. Uh, in our next matchup, we had <coughs> the true Zag, Zach Fox taking down Mark, Mark picking up a poo-poo performance here in the last week of the season putting up only 91 points, getting crushed by Zifa 143.05 to 91.65. In our next matchup, Papa Wu taking on BJ. And BJ just trying to fight for a different position here in the playoffs, but uh, put up a good game. But Papa Wu, despite being in paintball position, uh, put up a great effort here in the end, beating BJ 175.4 to 165.05. But unfortunately for Jake, Uh, with the record here at the end, he will be the one to be paintball. We'll get to that in a little bit. Uh, In our next matchup, we had uh, the Kamish taking on ML. And uh, this is a classic matchup, last game of the season. We usually take each other on. A big rivalry, you know, between the two of us, the Kamish reeling from injuries. Put out a uh, substitute squad and it was able to get it done. Mike not having the best game that he's had, but, you know, Still showing something respectable, at least cracking a hundred. The Kamish putting up 137.95 to Mike's 100.6 to secure that second round or that second place uh, position in the playoff picture and get a first round bye and take the Gentile division. So your Gentile Division winner is your Kamish. ZFO taking the G division, pretty much running away with everything in that number one seed. And then that takes us to our final matchup. Dave versus uh, Joff, where they had a chance to battle it out for that playoff position. If Joe won the matchup, he would take that playoff spot and actually jump a few folks because he's got a lot of points for. And if Dave lost, that was it for him. His season was done. And it was a, a battle for the ages, but it was Timmy Tryhard that stormed back. Four straight fucking wins to come from... Uh, Come from the depths of paintball contention back into prominence. It is Timmy Tryhard taking down Dave 142.4 to 114.7. So, that has established our playoff picture with the Kamish and Zifo being your top two teams. With Zifo leading the way, kind of running away with it. Uh, securing buys for the playoffs. And Jake being the one who will face all of us. In a paintball firing squad. Oh, poor Jake. New father. Just sucks, man. It's the way the cookie crumbles, though. You put out a dope, dopey squad and you get dopey results. Shit sucks, man. And, you know, it's breaks. It's luck. A couple guys that, you know, it could have been right there. If they didn't get some wins early on in the season. Hey, who knows? Who knows? Anything could have happened, but unfortunately, brother, it's you. And uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, you know. So we're going to shoot you up with pills. It's going to be fun for us, not so fun for you. So if we take a look at our playoff picture, the current playoff picture, zifo sits on top of the rankings. And this has become a theme in our fantasy football league, where zifo has kind of run away with the regular season, but doesn't always get it done in the playoffs. Obviously, he's got the two rings. And he's always been in a position to win. Um and he's in a very good position to take it all this year. It's is one of the strongest squads I think Zipho's taken into the playoffs, and we'll see if he can get it done. Uh, be the first one to three rings. The Kimish also chasing that goal, also in a position right behind him. So Zipho with the number one seed at 10-2. and two. ESPN had him ranked fifth in the preseason, so he jumped up a bunch of spots from the IBM Watson ESPN power rankings. Um, the Kimish... Uh, started the season in the ESPN power ranks at number three and jumped up to the number two spot, winning the Gentile division. Uh, I actually, you know, I'm going to toot my own horn here, fellas. Like, I I think I've put out a respectable squad year after year, and I've had some pretty good results. Kind of, uh, you know, i kind of been dominating the Gentile division the same way that Zifo has in the uh, the Jude division. I'm just not getting the love for it. That's how I feel over here. Anywho, uh, Mike coming in at the number three spot. So he's the uh, the highest seed in the pl- first pl- round of the playoffs. Uh, he is at 8-4. and four. ESPN had him, had him ranked 10th. So ESPN thought Mike's squad was dog shit. And he said, fuck you, I'm number three. And he could have, you know, he if he wasn't in that division, he could have maybe been higher. But he did lose to the commission, though, last week. I just want to point that out, Mike, to my backup squad. So the replacements. Anywho, uh, at number four, we got Zach Marone. Minus the Zach because he's only Marone. He lost the right to that name in that matchup. Seven and five. ESPN had him ranked four. So that's when IBM Watson got right. The number five spot. This is my, I think, my most impressive story. It's like the comeback team of the year. Joe, Five and seven. Went on a four-game winning streak. Uh, ESPN had him ranked seventh. But he said, nope, I'm going to the playoffs. Good to jump Dave. Get in there. And then number six, rounding out the playoff teams, is BJ, five and seven. You know, BJ had a great first half, had a couple of tough breaks towards the end. Ends up still in the playoffs, but that team is a little hobbled. ESPN had him ranked number six, so another one. IBM, ESPN, Watson got right. So then you got the rest of our teams. (coughs) Dave, the first team out at number seven, five and seven. I think Dave also had a nice, respectable run there towards the end. ESPN had him ranked ninth in the preseason. And I think he showed uh, a little bit more than that, almost made it into the playoffs. Just a couple things didn't go his way. Number eight, uh, Stein at four and eight. ESPN actually had Stein ranked the number one squad. And then uh, things kind of fell apart there for Stein a little bit. Also, a couple tough breaks. Just kind of uh, that elusive repeat. And then um, at number nine, we got Mark. At 4-8, four, uh, four and eight. ESPN had him ranked 8th. Mark Scott, I think, was a little PPDD from the beginning and never really got off the ground. And then our number 10 team, our paintball guy, Jake, 3-9. and nine. ESPN actually had him ranked number 2. So what the fuck does ESPN and IBM want to know? Not much. So we got our first-round playoff matchups. Uh, Jof will take on Zach Maron. So the 5-seed Jof taking on... Marron minus the Zach, winner will play Zifo. And then in the bottom of the bracket, we got the number six seed BJ taking on the number three seed ML. The winner will play the Kemish. And them's are the playoffs. I actually took a page out of Zifo's book, and I benched all my starters to give them a rest this week for the bye. And trust me, I needed it. I got a lot of banged up players. Go look at my squad. I, I challenge you to look at my squad and be like, that that's one of the more banged up teams in the league. But I'm still getting it done, because I've got depth at least for now (laughs) until all those guys get hurt too which has been happening (coughs) (coughs) sorry it's the crack again (coughs) so let's get to you on the soundboard we'll start with ml out in the field all right so i'm here
2: in cleveland watching uh sebastian maniscalco we're getting ready to go down and see him and uh it's basically a fucking dago festival a bunch of guineas it's basically, I'm actually trying to play how many Kangles can you spot? Uh, so far, we just walked in, probably about 11. Oh, 12. Um, yeah, this is going to be interesting. I mean, Italians and Jews, they're basically the same, so I'm pretty, it, it, it's going to be pretty good.
1: Oh, thank you for, the, like, the five seconds of nonsense at the end. I thought there was actually going to be some, like, guy coming and be like, Gabagool, you know? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Sebastian Maniscalco is pretty much just, like, an Italian stereotype on the stage, you know? That's when I told him it's Italian food. <laughs> it's Italian food. Well, have fun, brother. Let's uh, check in with uh, check in from Jove.
2: Right, Rag to Riches, man, one in seven. The four game win streak in the playoffs. Let's fucking go. I'm feeling good about my team, man. I might make a run here.
1: You know, he's not wrong. Imagine if Joe made a run and fucking took this thing home. <clears throat> be quite the fucking story. I'm I'm kinda of rooting for it if it's not me. As long as it's oh, well, I guess it would have to be against me, wouldn't it? No. No, Joe's in the other bracket. No, I'm good. You don't have to go through me unless we're going through the championship, baby. Let's go, Joe. I like it. Uh, let's talk to ML again Wishing
2: everyone luck in the playoffs Everyone except for Zfo, dude Fuck Zfo. We're taking him out I don't care who does it I don't care who does it, I said it before He's gotta go down, dude He's been a big bully all year And it really only matters to the playoffs So we'll see what this kid does We'll see what he does But everyone have luck Good luck Have fun And uh, Brent, thanks for another great regular season, man. Looking forward to the playoffs.
1: Hell yeah, dude. And uh, yeah, good luck to everybody out there in playoff land. I I really want to try in the offseason to get our shit together earlier on, huh? Like this year we had to kind of scramble for the draft. Perhaps, you know, and ML and I have talked about this. We could find a way to... Uh, you know, separate the dongs and the draft and maybe make both an event still. But, you know, obviously the dongs are the more important part where you need to be there in person. So those who can't be there in person for the draft part, you know, maybe we figure something else out for them I mean, to like zoom in. But that way everyone gets a fair shake and be at the dongs and, you know, maybe we get this shit done a little earlier. And then we can have a draft at a more appropriate time where we can just kick it. You know what I'm saying? I still like the live draft. I think it adds an element of complexity. To like making your team good which i which i enjoy so let's go to bj on the line with some crazy background stuff
3: yo commish fellows uncle butch checking in just want to start off by saying uh brent did another amazing job this year running the league uh the dongs the podcasts, with everything you had going on really appreciate it uh I'm very happy to have another opportunity in the playoffs to get my ring. Um, I honestly don't know what to expect. I have no, no fucking clue what to expect going into these playoffs, but I'm just happy to be here again. Uh, it's a damn shame to the rest of y'all to let me squeak in with a 1-6 record over the last seven games. I mean, I didn't even think that would be possible, but here I am. So, you guys got to step the game up. That's all I'm saying. And uh, yeah, I think it's an absolute fucking pile of steaming horse shit that uh, there's bye weeks during the playoffs. Like betting and fantasy football are now part of the NFL, and they need to adjust accordingly. That should be fucking. It should just. It's got to be figured out. That's can't be having bye weeks, fantasy playoffs. It's a big money market. Let's go figure it out. Good deal. piece of shit. Yeah. I but agree. uh, all right.
1: Talk to y'all later. You know that is an interesting point, and it's one that Zefo raised early on. I, I will be honest with you. Zefo texted me probably like week seven because he knew he was gonna fucking run away with the regular season. uh Just asking about that bye week that would occur in, in the playoffs. And my, I mean, I was like, yeah, I mean, we can talk about it, but like because we didn't decide it before the season, I have a hard time taking the stance that we can change it now. That's always kind of going to be my default as your commissioner. like I feel like a lot of this stuff needs to get figured out beforehand. Now, I will say, we need to create a better space, I think, in the off-season to have a more, uh, I'll say, intelligent discussion. Most of the time when we have these discussions, we're fucked up. So maybe have these discussions early on in the evening as we're getting drunk, and maybe not after we've already gotten blasted. So they're more productive. Um, so that maybe we can kind of like have the foresight to think of things like this. Now for this season, obviously we will have teams who have guys on buys during the playoffs and that's honestly on the NFL. They got to figure it out. Maybe don't put a bye week <coughs> during fantasy football playoff time. Um, so it sucks for the guys who, uh, you know, who are going to be impacted by that. But what I will say is that if you manage your cards, right. <coughs> fucking goddamn, That's a hell of a drug. Um, if you play your cards right, though, and you uh you get that first round by, you don't gotta worry about it, do you? Right, Zefo? Zefo knows what I'm talking about, right, Zipo? Uh Let's go back to ML.
2: Pretty sure I'm going duck hunting uh this weekend, so I'm gonna have some sounders from the field. Hopefully it's a bunch of gunshots and a bunch of squawks. Gonna work on my calling. Gonna gonna work on shooting some ducks and geese and. Uh, I'll report back, but I'm pretty excited. I'm it's you know, it sucks I'm not going with you guys, but um I'll report back.
1: Yeah, man, report back. I want to hear some duck calls. I blew ML's duck whistle when I was at his house. That sounds kinky, doesn't it? You know ducks have like a corkscrew shaped penis. The more you know. Let's go to Steino. Yo, it's Stein. Um So I'm out of the woods. I feel good. Um no paintball for me this year. Jake, sorry it's gonna suck um wear some pads you'll be all right brother uh john congratulations on winning the bid to the house it's really cool uh we're really happy for you and margaret really wants to make a founding queefers league so let me know what you guys think <laughs> yeah it is yeah you guys queef we fart that's how it works you fart out of your vaginas <laughs> 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 like you give me this little like it yeah, it It's awful no, it's hilarious and it's true, all right, so let me know if you're significant others wanna play all right peace yeah man i i i gotta say I forgot to shout out Joe, congrats on the house, man the fucking house looks dope uh, so whenever you're ready to have us all over after you've settled in i'll I'll bring you some some cool stuff to settle settle yourself in, so uh. Yeah, congrats on that. And yes, Dino, founding queefers, man. I talked about it a little earlier on. I feel like we could just thrust our wives into that if we wanted to. It would be an interesting social experiment, if nothing else. We'd have to figure out the whole divisional thing. (coughs) Now, do we keep the Jew and Gentile thing? Uh, Who's the commissioner? Because Jen's not going to do it. She's a fucking retard. Uh, So, yeah. Yeah, a couple holes. But we we could plug them in and figure it out. All uh, right, let's uh, wrap this thing, fucking thing up. Uh, ML giving us a little update on what's going on with Sebastian. All right, Sebastian
2: Maniscalco update. Dude's not funny. Maybe it's because I'm not Italian, but he's I mean, not funny. Haven't really laughed once. Maybe laughed once. Maybe. Just like half of a chuckle. But it's supposed to be laughing. Ain't laughing. Worst part about it is that I had to take a shit. Just got done. And uh, we're at the, like, the stadium where the Cavs play. Had to hover shit. It was not, not only was it uncomfortable, it was probably the, the wettest, most gross thing that has ever occurred. It was just not, it was just overall not a great night so far. So hopefully we get out of here soon. Because I showered before this and I'm going to have to shower again, which sucks, but
1: what are you going to do? Nothing worse than having to shit at a stadium. I mean, hover-shitting in a disgusting public bathroom is bad enough, but when you're doing it in a stadium with a bunch of, you know, probably drunk people and, you know, you factor in the Sebastian Maniscalco meathead factor, yeah, there's probably a bunch of dickheads outside the stall being like, hurry it up, dude. You got to stop taking a shit, dude. I don't know why he doesn't find me funny. That's my shitty Sebastian Maniscalco impression. He doesn't find me funny. Why, why doesn't he find me Fuck. <coughs> Before we get out of here, I want to mention one more time that uh, the missus and I would like to extend an invitation to all of you out there in podcast land to come to our house on New Year's Eve and throw down once again. So we're offering up our home. You can stay if you want. Uh, uh, we're going to have a good time. And I'm hoping that it's... Uh, uh, a good evening of, of of fun-filled activities, if you know what I'm saying. So, we'll talk about it. Now, let me know if you want to come by. I'm trying to just get a concept of who actually might come. So, let me know that. If you got other plans, no big deal. We're thinking of you. We love you. And uh, stay safe out there. Good luck to our playoff teams this weekend. And, uh, you know, stay safe this holiday season. And honestly, guys, make sure that you take some time off and spend some time with your family we've got Jake your new father uh, I hope you're really enjoying that time really cherish that my friend because you know sometimes sometime in the future you're gonna have to go back to work and it's tough to not have that all the time you know it's great it's a great little moment jealous of what uh, I'm just jealous of like you know I wish I could have froze that moment in time you know it's great so enjoy that brother Joe I've got a new house Dave new fucking girlfriend, Stein's having a kid, Joe's having a kid. Fucking a lot of stuff going on, you know. You guys just enjoy it out there this holiday season and and just uh take some time off to just do you. That's that's my advice from your commission. My final my final thought. Uh let's let's send you off on a happy note, listen to some Christmas music this year. And maybe get a little fucking Louis Prima in your life because he's the shit. Talking this with you, mission. we'll see next time.
0: It rains, it rains. is from heaven. Show to be to me. Don't you know each cloud contains pandas from heaven? Right. Show to be to me. You'll find your fortune falling all over town. It's roll! Be sure that your umbrella is up up, 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 upside down and trade them for a package of sunshine and ravioli macaroni if you want the things you love you must have a pizza holy baby right. and when you hear thunder don't run under a tree it'll be heaven. from heaven it's wrong. for you and me I come over I here boy respect me. and every time it rains it rains and don't you know it's happening so every time it rains it rains Terrible. you find your fortune falling. All over town, all over town, all over town. Be sure that your umbrella It's up down we live up. It's warm. I have a white. hungry. Oh, boys are boy. It's Respect me! Let's go! Thermal. Respect is not giving its earn, God dog here.
3: you just got, uh, cucked.